Radio. You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Pet Talk Naturally, the place where your animal friends and nature come together to find health, happiness, and harmony with all the natural things the earth has to offer. Your hosts, Dr. Kim Bloomer and Dr. Jeannie Thomason, each week will lead you through the practice of taking care of your pets with all the wonderful natural elements that nature provides. So, get ready to learn about natural nutrition, preventative pet health, and more with your hosts, Dr. Kim and Dr. Jeannie. Well, hello, I'm Dr. Kim, I'm one of your hosts. And I'm Dr. Jeannie, your other host. And today we're going to be talking about homeopathic health for happy animals. Um, it's exciting for me, Jeannie, to have uh, Dr. Jill Elliott here with us today. She is um, the co-author on our book, Whole Health for right. Happy Dogs, Homeopathic Veterinarian. And um, she is um, based out of New York, so there's a little bit of a New York thing going on today. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, before we hear from... Um, and talk with Jill because she's going to be sharing a whole lot of um, in- interesting things with us about an event coming up here in New Mexico on homeopathy. Um, we're going to talk about acute care for um, using homeopathic remedies and we're going to also talk about uh, what Dr. Jill has been doing in um, using uh, this particular product and helping treat animals with cancer. So we have a, a lot to share with you today. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, before we do, we're going to hear from one of our radio partners, and then we'll be right back. Don't go away. Time to take a walk down the path to happier and healthier pets. And while we're doing that, you get to listen to a few words from our sponsors. Naturally. Pet Talk Naturally. We'll be right back. Be sure to tune in when Pet Life Radio goes live from Global Pet Expo, the world's largest annual pet products trade show. March 25th through the 27th, you can catch all the new products coming out for our pets before they even hit store shelves. From the latest in all-natural and eco-friendly products to the most elegant in pet pampering and high-tech innovations from companies all over the globe. It's at Global Pet Expo. Nearly 800 companies will be displaying new and exciting products to make time with our pets even better. Tune in March 25th through the 27th for everything Global Pet Expo. It's time for school for you and your friends, your furry best friends. Train your dog the fun and easy way with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Teacher's Pet host Pia Silvani teaches you step-by-step how to train your dog the fun and easy way. You get eight 30-minute live audio training sessions, complete transcripts of each session, plus a basic training manual to get you and your dog off to a great start. Training begins the moment you bring your dog home. Teacher's Pet Sessions offers positive reinforcement training to shape your dog's behavior and encourages upbeat, enthusiastic responses to ensure that your dog will enjoy learning. Teacher's Pet Sessions dog training is fun at both ends of the leash. So listen, learn, and laugh with your dog with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Get your copy of Teacher's Pet Sessions Volume 1 today. To order, go to teacherspetsessions.com. Hi, this is Pia Salvani, your host. Bring your dog, tug toy, and treats, and get ready to have some fun. Teacherspetsessions.com. This valuable information comes from your pet. There's nothing like a wagging tail or friendly paw to lift your mood. They're therapeutic and make us feel good. Studies show pets even reduce stress, prevent heart disease, lower blood pressure, and fight depression. So there you have it. Pets are a daily dose of good health and happiness. Pets add life. To learn more, visit petsadlife.org. How many pets is too many? Do you know somebody whose life is overwhelmed by their animals? Maybe we can help. We're looking for people to be in a new TV series about really large animal families. We can offer expert help, free resources, and the chance to tell their story. If you or someone you know owns a house full of animals, call us toll-free at 1-877-MY-8-PETS. That's 1-877-MY-8-PETS. Got questions about your hound's health? 
Need the facts on Fido's fitness or food? You want to unleash your pup's potential? Well, you've come to the right place with Win with Dogs. Here, we learn how easy it is to naturally improve the lives of our furry friends. So sit, stay, and get ready to win with dogs. With me, Raquel Wynn. Exercise, nutrition, interaction, and love make for one healthy, happy hound. Give yourself the gift of knowledge on demand every week right here at Pet Life Radio with me, Raquel Wynn, and win with dogs. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We're back, but our nature walk has just begun. Now, back to Pet Talk Naturally with your hosts, Dr. Kim and Dr. Jeannie. Today we are visiting with um, our friend and veterinarian, Dr. Jill Elliott. And, uh, you know, I'm going to just tell you a little bit about her um, and taking straight from the pages of our book. It's just a lot easier that way for me. Um, Dr. Elliott began her career as a conventional veterinarian in 1995, and in 1998 she pursued postgraduate training in classical homeopathy. She completed the initial and advanced courses for veterinarians offered by Dr. Richard Pitt-Karen, and she continued her homeopathic studies at the Orion School of Homeopathy in London, England, and at the... Uh, is it Teleosis School? Teleosis School. okay. Mm-hmm. In New York City, she is also the founder of the Happy Tales Holistic Veterinary Services in New York City. Um, they offer homeopathic and holistic treatment for companion animals, and she specializes in the treatment of animals with cancer. So let's just give you Dr. Elliott's website right up front here. It's www.nyholisticvet.com. Dr. Jill, it's wonderful to have you with us, finally. <laughs> Hi, Kim and Jeannie. It's great to be with you, finally. It's a pleasure. Yeah. I'm so excited to be here and, and oh, offer you know, this information for your, for your listeners. We've been looking so forward to this, and I know that there have been some challenges with us getting together on the show, but it's really great to finally have you here because they've heard me drone on and on about our book, so now they finally get to hear from the other half of the book, um, um, Dr. Jill Elliott. Uh, Dr. Elliot, there's an important event coming up here right here in my um right here in my own state is um in Santa Fe, New Mexico. I'm in uh Rio Rancho, which is maybe about oh not that far, really maybe about a forty minute drive. We don't we don't do miles in New Mexico, we go by time. Okay. <laughs> because of the you know, traffic. So tell us about this event that's coming up here. Right. It's very exciting. We have a there's an Academy of Veterinary Homeopathy and we meet annually and one year we were on the East Coast, one year we were on the West Coast. This year we're in Santa Fe, and it's a conference. The, and what's exciting, it's a three-day conference, but that's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But on Thursdays, they do a full-day introduction to homeopathy for anybody, veterinarians, non-veterinarians, veterinarian technicians, lay people, people who just want to learn something about homeopathy. It's a great, great day. And um, for any of your listeners who have any curiosity about how to use homeopathy, you know, they will guaranteed go to this training, it's from 9 to 5, and walk out the next day totally able to treat some of their pets' acute things, which we're going to talk about today, any kind of trauma or problem, you know, that develops um, themselves. And they mm-hmm. also will have so much information um, that, you know, they can also to their veterinarians and, and perhaps have their veterinarians start to get curious about this stuff. But they'll be able to treat themselves and even their kids and their rest of the family with what they'll learn for the day. They'll get a full understanding of how homeopathy works, how it was developed, all of that. And so it's really a great thing for them to do if they're interested in um, finding out more and how to register. They can just go to the website, which is www.the, T-H-E, the, A as in Apple, V as in veterinarian, H as in homeopathy.org, and they can register online. And I believe it's about $125 for the session. And if they're a student or something, they get, it's uh, I think it's less money. So they can talk to the people who are organizing it and see if there's a break for them, depending on their, you know, what they do for a professional or whatever. But they'll get a lot out of it. And then if they want, they actually can stay for the whole conference if they're able. We don't exclude anybody. It's a veterinary conference, but it's about homeopathy, and we want to be open to everybody 
that wants to learn about this. So that's uh, it's, great. Yeah, it's being given by Dr. Christine Chambro. She's an expert. She's a lecturer. She's a partner. I usually do it with her, but this year uh, I just am uh, not coming this year. But she is outstanding. So that is Thursday, November thirteenth. Thursday, um, November thirteenth. At it's at the. Um, Santa Fe. Santa Fe. Is it the Hotel Santa Fe? The Hotel Santa Fe, Santa Fe, New Mexico. If they want to stay over, I believe it's $119 per night. And uh, it's really a great place to be. It's gorgeous to have pictures out in front of me. Oh, and that is the, there, so this is the 2008 Academy of Veterinary Homeopathy Annual Conference held in Santa Fe, New Mexico from November 14th through 16th. This particular day is the 13th, Thursday, November 13th. So um, hopefully those of you who are interested can get out there and participate because uh, they have heard Dr. Chambro here on this show and now you're getting to hear Dr. Elliot. <laughs> really great. Well, um, you know, uh, we're going to talk a little bit here about acute care, um, Dr. Jill, because that is something that people can probably learn pretty readily and also have their own kit available in their homes, isn't it? Absolutely. Well, before we talk about that, though, let's just kind of paint a little bit of picture for those. If you haven't listened to the show with Dr. Chambreau, then we're going to just give you a little bit of an overview here. So would you tell the audience what really is the basic principle behind homeopathy and how it works? Absolutely. Homeopathy has a very simple principle. It's that like cures like, which means that you want, there are many, many homeopathic remedies that are made out of either animal, plant, or mineral products. And each of the remedies have an affinity for different parts of the body. They have an affinity even for states of mind, so personality. And you're always looking for a remedy that has an affinity for the problem you're having. If you're having an animal with a, let's say, um, you know, a skin, itchy skin problem, then you want to have a remedy that has an affinity for skin, but also has an affinity for the state of mind. So you have some animals with itchy skin that are aggressive, some animals that are passive, and you put all that together, the art of homeopathy is to be able to look at all the different aspects that are presented to you and find a remedy that best fits that situation and that mental picture. And you give the remedy, and the art of the homeopathy is really knowing when to give it, how big a potency to give it in, when to repeat it, when to wait, all of that. So it's it's an art. You For a typical, you know, for an animal with a chronic, which means a long-standing disease, you need a homeopathic practitioner who knows how to interpret all of that. But for something that's acute, which is something that happens suddenly, trauma, hit by car, bee sting, um, an abscess, um, you know, something like that. I just saw a little dog this morning that, that had probably hurt its knee. It was lying in bed with its owner. It was a three-pound dog, probably got rolled on or something mm-hmm. and was limping. You know, you can just give it a homeopathic remedy and see if it won't resolve itself fairly quickly uh, with for an acute problem. And that's what we're going to talk about today because then your listeners can all use this stuff at home, learn to start using it, and they're going to get interested when they start seeing things resolve easily without antibiotics and without exactly. steroids. Yeah. So that's why we're talking about it today. I like that you mentioned that. No, no yeah, antibiotics, no steroids. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, so then how does this homeopathic treatment differ from conven- conventional treatment, Dr. Jill? Okay. Well, the homeopathic treatment actually asks the body to go cure itself. And it's interesting. I, I've been trying to explain this to people for years, including myself, and I watched the, oh. um, <laughs> you know, because it's hard to explain this sometimes. People go, what is this stuff? So I was watching the um, the race two weekends ago, and mm-hmm. what hit me is homeopathic, it's like the horse comes out of the gate and the jockey hits the horse. Well, the homeopathic remedy is kind of like the whip that hits the horse. It mm-hmm. doesn't cure, it doesn't win the race, mm-hmm. but it gets the horse started on the race. And you don't have like to hit it. Jump starts thing. It jump starts yeah. the the horse, right? So it doesn't. You don't have to repeat it unless it slows down along the track. Mm-hmm. And so it's actually the 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 jump start, the ignition starts the horse. The horse takes off and wins the race. And that's how it works. The body gets jump started. It's been sleeping. Whatever the disease is has kind of gotten ahead, you know gotten ahead of the the body's ability to cure it at that moment. You give the correct remedy that resonates with that with that horse and he just takes off and cures himself on his own. And that's basically how it works. The body was designed to heal from within. Exactly. And they say a tincture of time and most things heal themselves anyway, but this jump starts it and and really has that animal get to its highest state of homeostasis or health 
that it can accomplish on its own. So you said that um, you said that there. You, know, you just explained the difference between acute and acute and chronic is something mm-hmm. that comes on suddenly. Where chronic right. is something that's long term. Right. So is there a different way to to approach treatment? Definitely. With that? Definitely. With a with a chronic disease, you want to treat gently and slowly, and wait and let the animal slowly cure itself because if the, the illness has let's say, been going on for longer than three months, you don't expect it to get better in one day. Right. Mm. But with a, an acute problem like a bee sting or a, like, you know, a trauma, you, you know, you sprain your leg or you fall or something, you bang your leg, that can be resolved fairly quickly. Now, most people for a trauma would take some aspirin for a person or maybe give a doggy Rimadyl, which is a, a, like a, a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory. But... Mm-hmm. And that quickly resolves the problem, but it doesn't have the animal resolve it. It kind of suppresses the natural processes that the animal would go through or the person would go through to heal. The homeopathy, on the other hand, you give that remedy, let's say arnica, which we'll talk about, for trauma, and it asks the animal to quickly use all its processes to go heal itself. And that's the I'm glad that you brought that one up because I actually um, um, tore... Uh, it was in my calf muscle last year. I was, it would just, it, it was obviously something that was weakened and was coming on, but it just, when it happened, it was pretty painful. And one of the first things I did was use Arnica Montana, mm-hmm. the 30C. And yep. it really, really helped. Well, the leg got really swollen and I did compresses and so forth, you know, with some hydrotherapy and stuff. But I, it really helped take away, take the pain away, take it just, it was amazing to me how much it helped in those three days that I used it. And you know what? I learned that from you. <laughs> well, I'm glad I helped. When you taught this class for us um, um, several years ago. So that it was interesting that I remembered that from way back then. Of course, and I've had a homeopathic kit on hand since then. Yeah. So, um, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Some of the things that people can have on hand for those bee stings and strain muscles and so forth, right? Exactly. And, so uh, um, go ahead, Dr. Jilling, okay. and let us have it. <laughs> okay, so, so let's go jump right into Arnica. Arnica is one of the best mm-hmm. known and, you know, homeopathic medicines. Many people use it, and some people don't think to use it for their animals, but it's good for sprains and aches and strains. Anytime you overexert yourself, so these animals that are basically in some, in New York anyway, we have a lot of couch potato dogs. And then in the week, on the weekend, they go out to the farm or the country house mm-hmm. and they run themselves ragged. Uh, Monday morning, they can't even walk, you know, because mm. they're like so Like a person. Over, like a person. <laughs> right, so they're right. so, and probably they're all in too, you know. Mm-hmm. So they're probably overexerted. The muscles all got strained. And I usually just tell them, give a couple of doses of Arnica for a day or two. And usually within one day, they're back to feeling good. Mm-hmm. And it's, that, it's anything like that or any trauma. So it can also be a mental trauma. So these animals that are shipped across country and then, you know, these little puppies that come, they're shipped in, a, you know, somebody gets mm-hmm. them from God knows where and they come in an airplane and they're all by themselves right. and the owner picks them up. Those little animals are so traumatized by the time they get to the new house. And if you just give some Arnica for that mental trauma, um, mm-hmm. you, it does a world of good. Would you explain before we go on, Dr. Jill, a couple of things that popped into my head while you were talking. Um, first of all, how how that works on both the physical and, and the um and, and you were talking about some emotional trauma or stress mm-hmm. here and also the you know there's different kinds when you go to your health food store to pick up some homeopathy they might say X or they might say C and so if you, could you mean the potency talk about that. yeah right for the most potency. for most um, acute problems a 30C is adequate. For mo- they say for any acute, almost any potency is fine. So if you can only get 6C, get 6C if, that, if that's what's in your, you know, in your uh, health food store. But usually I just say 30C because you can get a 30C kit from a lot of the homeopathic pharmacies with 25 or 50 remedies. And if you just give 30C, and what I do with animals, you can put them right in their mouth, but the little pellets, you, the thing is you can twist the cap and... You get a couple of pellets in the cap and then put it in their mouth. But you can also take three pellets, crush it in a half a glass of water, stir it around. And if you have an eyedropper or if, even if you just have a, a, a teaspoon, just put some of the water in their mouth. And what's important about homeopathy is it doesn't have to be swallowed. It just has to be absorbed through the mucous membranes. Mm. So just Good put point. it on their mouth. As soon as it touches their gums and their tongue and all that, it's gotten. 
And this is the funny part. If you have an animal that's a little aggressive, some cats don't like you to mess with their mouth or some dogs don't like you to mess with their mouth, you can actually pour it on their little back end, their little anus, mm-hmm. because that's a mucous membrane. It's, it's mm-hmm. a mouth. It's mm-hmm. just at the other end. And it will be just as effective. Wow, that is so cool to hear. <laughs> Isn't that cool? Especially people with kitties have problems. Well, you know, you yeah. have one. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some people, some cats just don't want you to mess with their mouth. And dogs, too. There are right. some dogs that just get aggressive if you try to mess with their mouth. So pick up the tail. If you have a syringe or a drop, you can squirt it on the little anus, and it's just mm-hmm. as good. Good. So, um, so those are the ways so that they're aware of what, what, um, what, what, potency to use. And, so potency, and you can use 30C is fine. And for trauma, and especially in things like um, a hit by car, dog hit by car, you know, you may not want to get near its mouth. It may be kind of painful, so you want to stay yeah. away from its mouth. But just 30C. And you can repeat it fairly frequently. You can't overdose Arnica. So if it's a, it's a severe trauma, you know, you can repeat it every 10 minutes if you want. If as you're on your way to the vet. <laughs> uh, on your way to the vet, yeah, exactly, exactly. On your way to the vet, you want to be giving this. It's going to calm the animal down. It's going to take away the shock of it. It's going to relieve some of the pain, some of the swelling. It actually does that. It actually takes away bruising and swelling and the edema, the way water, you know, gathers in the area. And it starts to calm everything down. And so you can repeat it frequently, or if it's less, like if it's a sprain or a strain, you can give it a couple of times that day and just see how it is the next day. I actually am a big fan of it because of what it did for me, and also yeah. what my dog had a similar um, strain, and it worked so well. I mean, and really quickly. So it I does, and it's one of those things you should just keep in your pharmacy or in your pocket when you're out Correct. walking with your dog, and you never know what's going to happen. Mm. And so you just, you know, you want to have a, a little homeopathic kit on mm-hmm. hand, and I yeah. do know that yeah. you um, talk about that on your website, so people can find out more about that there, too. Right. So go ahead. Okay, so another one. There's more. <laughs> there's lots more. There's, I don't have any, you know, we, we probably don't have enough time, but we have lots more. So another one that's really very important and can be life-saving is the one that you get a bee sting, you or your animal get a bee sting, and you know that bee sting reaction where you swell up and you, you your throat starts to close and your eyes get watery, and that can be life-threatening. Mm-hmm. And you could be out on the trail with your dog, and he could get stung by a bee. And there's a remedy called Apis, A-P-I-S, and it's actually made, remember when I said it's like, cures like? Well, this is yeah. actually made from the venom of the honeybee. Mm. So it's a great remedy, um, to have again three pellets it's called apis mellifica it's m-e-l-l-i-f-i-c-a that's the second word a-p-i-s is the first word and with something like that where it's life-threatening i would repeat that remedy every two seconds or every three seconds until the animal resolved you know until things got better and again on the way to the vet Mm-hmm. Um, and the same thing can happen. It also can be a vaccine reaction looks exactly the same way as an as a bee sting. So if you've taken your animal to the pet to the vet, and you're oh, and it usually waits about 20 minutes before that reaction starts. So you're on your way home. You've paid your bill. You're on your way home, and your animal starts to look funny and puff up and ain't doing right. And you had that in your pocket, and you just start giving that to the animal, but and get right back to your vet. Probably after the third or fourth dose, the animal will be back to normal, but you still want a vet to look at him or her. Uh, especially because that is, we hear about anaphylactic shock. Well, yeah, that right. Is That's right. what it looks like, anaphylactic shock. And that can happen from anything. They could eat something, you know, they mm-hmm. can cause that, like with people. But it's most likely a bee sting or an, a spider sting, a bee sting, mm-hmm. or a vaccine reaction is the most common. Right. So... So that's um, a really important one. definitely want to get to the vet or something that quickly, right. very quickly. But I guess what, what I might want to interject here, Dr. Jill, is that the homeopathy is going to really, in a lot of cases, it's helped um, turn an animal around that by the time they got to the vet, they were okay. So, yes, that's, what, um, that's yeah. the good news. And they may be perfectly healthy by the time they get to the vet, but with something like that, you want observation. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, with the hit by car, you have, might have follow-up treatment. You might need an x-ray or something, right. but, mm-hmm. you know, the dog will be a lot calmer by the time it got there. Yeah. And probably on the way to at least some healing and stopping yes. the shock, too. Yep, so. exactly. Right. Exactly. So, so another one. Some of, oh, I know, I know we're going to. What was your question? I'm sorry. I was going to say we're going to get to some of these. Real, I mean, some of these that you just, 
really want to have a lot of these on hand because you they're do. so great at what they do. You do. And you can buy, you know, there's some great books out, including ours, but there's a really, really good book by Don Hamilton, mm-hmm. which at first I used as a Bible called Homeopathic mm-hmm. Care for Cats and Dogs. And he and has Don every Hamilton. remedy in there. Yeah. Don yeah. Hamilton he doesn't have everyone, but Pretty it gives you the, the whole beginning of the book is kind of the philosophy and introduction mm-hmm. to homeopathy. The back of the book, he lists a number of these remedies with their indications. And in the middle, he talks about different chronic conditions, a lot of chronic conditions and suggestions for remedies to treat them. Your listeners can certainly try one or two remedies, and if it doesn't clear up, they can talk to a homeopathic vet. Um, my suggestion, if it's a real chronic condition, you probably want a homeopathic vet. Mm-hmm. But it'll give you enough information about remedies, how they're used, to allow you to do just the... And what they do, right. What they do and, and how to think of them in acute situations. So, should we go on? Yes, so oh, definitely. So another <laughs> remedy that's really important, uh, you know, for these little dachshunds that have these back problems, mm-hmm. or even these little tiny, I've seen this a lot with these chihuahuas and these little teeny dogs that fall down the steps or that have a trauma and they hurt their neck. Um, oh. uh, one of the best remedies for any injury to the nerves is hypericum. Oh, and it's also good if you stub your toe or, you know, sometimes you, you crack your little, you, you put your finger in a door mm-hmm. and your fingers are full of nerve endings. So, I again, if that happens, that if the, you know, the dog gets the... the uh, okay. Excuse me? She asked how you spelled it and I said... Oh, I put it already. Oh, you have it on, on site. Oh, yeah, H-Y-P-E-R-I-C-U-M. Great. And then the second word is perfect. P-E-R-F-O-R-A-T-U-M. I always just memorize the first word. <laughs> yeah, I just do. I just do hypericum. Most remedies, if you just know the first word, you're fine. Some have a second word, and they'll have a few of those, you know, other with second other words. But hypericum is basically hypericum. So the same thing, you know, your dog gets his tail caught in the door, or his thing, or his foot's slammed in the door, or. You know, of course, everything can be used for people as well, but we're not talking about people right now. And the the little dachshund who hurts his spine or the little chihuahua that hurts his neck or starts, you get the sense every time he moves his neck, dog, any kind of dog, there's pain there. Either mm-hmm. it's you know, maybe a pinched nerve or something. Yeah. Hypericum is the really number one drug of choice or remedy All of right. choice to start giving. And give it frequently. If they're in pain, you want to give it frequently, which could be every five minutes until he seems better, he or she seems better. Okay. Okay, that's a good one to remember. Yes, yeah. definitely. And um, and I'm sure you're going to go into some of the ones that are more well-known, um, like the um, arsenicum. And I'll, I'll go to arsenicum. Let me just go for one more, which is Ipecac. Yeah. And the reason I, I want to do that one, yeah. one is because it's for vomiting. And, you know, right. so many animals, that's what you hear. Oh, he's vomiting, and he's, you know, they don't know why, or... They're just nauseous and they don't want to eat. And Ipecac is like the miracle remedy. Ipecac is, um, in the, in, another thing about homeopathy, in the pure form, in the, you know, if you gave the real Ipecac, it can cause the problem in a healthy person. Right. So Ipecac is one of those things. If you want to cause vomiting in a healthy person or dog, you give Ipecac. But in homeopathic dilution, because these remedies are diluted down to the smallest possible amount, they actually cause the cure because like cure, you know, cause, uh, like cures like. And that's, isn't that what Dr. Um, Samuel Hahnemann yes. did? He, he tested um, any, all of these on himself mm-hmm. when he was well. That's exactly so it. They he, tested the remedies and they saw that if given in larger and larger and larger amounts, they could actually cause the problem and they knew that they could cure that in a small amount. Right. Mm-hmm. So these are dilutions of the original product. So Ipecac... And I hope you're putting that up because it has a funny spelling. <laughs> um, and it's homeopathic Ipecac. You don't want to go into the pharmacy and ask for Ipecac. It's homeopathic right. <laughs> Ipecac. And the same thing, if your animal seems nauseous, and sometimes it just looks like they're flicking their tongue in and out, they're licking their lips, that can indicate a nausea, mm. and they don't want to eat. Or they could just throw up, you know, and that certainly indicates nausea. Right. And then you can give the Ipecac. And I've seen animals, you give Ipecac, you know, after they've thrown up and they go back and start eating and like nothing's wrong and they're just mm-hmm. healthy and happy again. What I love about this. So, yeah, <laughs> that's exactly, they have, the acute remedies work quickly and the animals get rebalanced very quickly. And um, the other couple um, that do come up a lot and I do hear people refer to these a lot, mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Jill, are um, 
Arsenicum. Arsenicum, and yeah. Arsenicum Nux vomica. Is, uh, yeah, Arsenicum is, is, yeah, Nux vomica too. Arsenicum is like the wonder drug. Um, <laughs> yeah, I remember, there were, there were so homeopaths I've heard say if they had only one remedy in their cabinet, it mm-hmm. would be Arsenicum album. And I, I kind of disagree it might be Arnica, but um, Arsenicum is wonderful. It's wonderful for acute pain. It's wonderful for cancer, any kind of cancer pain. Um, it's, it's mostly known for um, vomiting and diarrhea when you have them together. Like if your animal is, you know, shooting diarrhea and also vomiting, arsenicum is the, one of the best remedies you can give, you know, because they're going to get really dehydrated really quickly if that's going on. And usually it just keeps going, you know. And, and uh, by the way, if animals are vomiting, you should not feed them. You should stop mm, all food right. and all Good water because <laughs> people yeah. think, oh, they're going to get dehydrated, so they give them more water, and then they keep right. vomiting. Right. So you want to stop feeding and just give a couple of pellets of arnica, maybe repeat it, you know, depending on how. If, if they look better after you give it the first time, wait and see if they're going to have diarrhea again or have, you know, throw up again. And if they do, then give another dose. And usually by the third time you've given it, they should be pretty resolved. They should look right. pretty good. So um, arsenicum album has a million, million uses for any kind of diarrhea. You can use it. Um, diarrhea with a little blood in it, you can use it. Um, you know, but it's, on, and it's also for a parvo animal, dog with parvo. Ah, okay. It would be an excellent remedy for um, the arnica. Good. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's and, a good one to remember. So, and right. one to keep in your um Definitely arsenal. you should have right. it around because most animals, dogs and cats, you know, have a lot of loose bowel movements, that's for sure. You, they do from time to time, and it just, you never know why. <laughs> <laughs> you never know like, why. <laughs> right, right. People always say, I don't know, he didn't eat anything, but, you know, meanwhile, there you go. Yeah. And some animals yeah. have, you know, a, a bad, you know, GI system, but right. these young dogs eat everything, anything, Ooh, you they know. And they get in and they're out and sniffing and stuff when you're walking them, and they, you mm-hmm. know, so there's, there's just any yep. number of reasons why. Now, the next vomica, that mm-hmm. one comes up a lot, and that is more for what? Well, the Nux vomica also has a lot of different um, uses. It's mostly for diarrhea. It's, well, one of the things is for diarrhea, but from eating garbage. It's kind of the, uh, you know, gotten to the garbage and has diarrhea. Or for a person, it would be a person who went out, ate and drank more than he normally do, and the next day really is having a bad case of diarrhea. You know, so same thing. It's like now, it's what a garbage. About- if they had diarrhea. antibiotics and had a reaction, is that, that too? It, you know, had a bad reaction. It 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 negates you know negative things in the body. So uh, had some antibiotics and had diarrhea from that, or some you know something like that. It's also very good, by the way, for constipation. Mm. So right. if you have in, these in cats, that... yeah, with constipation, vomica right. can help them a lot. It gets the GI tract moving, and so, when it's needed, and on the other hand, it can slow it down. So it's, so it's fun, a balance. It's so interesting. Yeah. It, does it works really needed. interesting with the peristalsis so it can yep. get everything mm-hmm. kick-started or stopped. <laughs> well, it has right. a, Well, the thing, again, with the homeopathic remedy, it's an affinity for the GI tract. So oh, it fixes okay. what's needed. It doesn't, you know, like some medicines that you give have the ability to slow down the GI or, or mm-hmm. speed up the GI, but this actually fixes what needs to be fixed. Great. Right. So it's a smart, now, smart remedy. <laughs> it is. Now, that's another one that you hear that people, I mean, I always, I have it around. I have several mm-hmm. of these around yep. and keep around for that very reason. And they've yeah. come in handy because you just don't know when something's going to crop up. So those right. are things you want to keep around. What about Pulsatilla? Uh, Pulsatilla. Pulsatilla is an excellent remedy. And Pulsatilla can be used in many ways. It's, um, it, by the way, personality is not so important when you're treating acutely. You're really just treating acutely because you're treating acutely. You have an acute problem. Yeah, the and personality, it's more when you're treating chronically, right? Right. The, the personality is more important when you're treating chronically. Pulsatilla, okay. I've used it in many ways, um, especially for animals that have, what's uh, females that have spay incontinence. These mm-hmm. little animals that drip involuntarily mm-hmm. or that get up in the morning and have a, po- a puddle right. when yeah. they wake, you know, when they get up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really is very powerful for that. It really works. And, you know, you can use it. You know, once a day for three days and then see it all resolve and then you may not have to use it again for another week or two or a month. Somehow it just seems to work uh, for that. You know, but it does have, well, the funny thing about that is pulsatils are very sweet, timid. If it was a child, it would be holding on to the mommy's hand as it walks into the room. Mm. Um, and a cold, a cold. Um, you no, know, it's a sweet little remedy. So 
Mm -hmm. When you think of the Spain continent's little dogs, you think of these sweet, nervous little dogs sometimes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Um, And and they sound kind of say um, it has an affinity for the reproductive system. Mm -hmm. So this is not this is a chronic thing I'm going to talk to you about. But I've used it for animals that have um, pyometra. And it's actually sometimes cleared up a pyometra. And I'm not oh, saying people wow. should do this on their own. They should work with a homeopath. Right. Yeah, I would but say it, so. <laughs> but, it has, yeah, but it has an affinity for the whole reproductive system, and it can have a really positive effect on a problem when they have a problem. If they're having a yellow discharge or white discharge, mm-hmm. they can just try the pulsatilla and see if it doesn't clear it up. But pyometras can be life-threatening again, so you really should mm-hmm. have your vet look at the animal, make sure it's nothing that needs vet attention. Right. That's a really good point because um, we don't want them to, ne- you know, not to neglect something like that. Because exactly. Of, um, right. It also has uterus, helped. So. I've used it on um, people having an asthma attack, and it will mm-hmm. seem to, it can open up the airways. It, it has a lot of different remedies. It's a very big yeah. remedy, just wow. like Nuxvamica. It's a very big remedy. Another good one to keep on hand. It's good yeah. to keep on hand. It has a lot of different mm-hmm. uses. Now, you have others that you do, um, you've talked about with us before on um, different things like cystitis. Now, that'll come up for kitties. Right. Um, Cystitis, again, um, it it can be, um, that's a chronic problem usually. It's not usually an acute Ah, problem. So you want to think about that as it's 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 acute exacerbation of a chronic problem. Oh. So it's it's raising its little head, but there's some underlying problem if you have a cystitis. Usually, it's not a trauma is a sudden something that happens to you, like a burn too. Like a burn, right? Other... Burns are wonderful. Um, the, for burns, I use Costacum, and that really I've seen it myself where I burn myself. Um, well, let me just. Yep, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm going to change that. Cantharis, wrong remedy. Cantharis is for burns. C a n t h a r i s. Oh, I and I actually burned myself, taken the remedy that same day, had absolutely no swelling, no redness, nothing the next day. Then a week or two later, I was in my mom's house, burned myself, didn't have the remedy with me, and had this big red, you know, finger with blisters yeah. and all of that. So it, I know it works. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, things happen. Dog, you can spill some hot water on your little dog sometime, or they get into something, or they touch the radiator, or, what, you know, things can happen like that. Right. right. So... Um, so what are the top ones? Um, so can we back up for just a bit? Sure. And can I add one more that I think is important? Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Just for bleeding, mm-hmm. there are a couple of remedies that um, if you see some bleeding, like blood in the stool, but just some frank blood, like a nosebleed, like some dogs get a nosebleed, um, the remedy of choice is phosphorus. It's a great remedy to have around. Um, it also happens, we use it a lot after a, a dental extraction where we can't stop the, that area from bleeding. Mm-hmm. I'll give the dog, even while they're under anesthesia, a few pellets of phosphorus, and it'll stop. It's a really great remedy. For, there are a few others for bleeding, but that's the most popular one. And... Um and I'll There's just throw so in one more. I know, I know. One more. This I have to share. So phosphorus is also a remedy that has been known to cure animals of fear of thunderstorms. And that one is the one wow. that struck me Fos- when I was reading um, Dr. Yeah. Hamilton's book. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That one just stuck with me when I read that because that was a really good one to remember. Mm-hmm. And I actually saw it firsthand. That's what made me become a, a homeopath because my dog yeah. actually got cured of thunderstorms at age 13 mm-hmm. after wow. years and years and years. That's so I said, incredible. oh, my God. If I can do nothing but stop yeah. dogs from being afraid, of, that's it. So that's why I okay. studied homeopathy. Wow. <laughs> so that's These a great are really remedy. good ones for people to have on hand. I think what yes. I really like about this too, Dr. Elliot, is that homeopathic remedies are inexpensive. Cheap. <laughs> They're cheap. Mm. They're probably mostly about $7. Yeah. You know, and so, and, and, they know, all, and there's no expiration date, regardless of what it says on the bottle. Right. Right. They last forever. You don't have I'm to ever worry about them. too. Yeah. Yep. Just don't put them in your refrigerator and don't put them near your fridge or your microwave. Just keep them away right. from or other energy electrical, sources. Other right. Electrical, electrical right. energetic yeah. sources, yeah. Cell phones. Keep them in a drawer somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but they're going to so work. What are, some of the, what are some of the other ones you would think? What would you suggest if somebody was putting together a kit? And I know they can buy a mm-hmm. kit, but what would you suggest are the top, say, 10, 12 remedies? Well, the ones, all the ones we've talked about, right? One, two, three, mm-hmm. four, five, six, pulse until seven, um, Ipecac eight, 
Um, one that's um, also another one that's very good if you have a lot of gas or the dog has a lot of gas or the, some cats have a lot of gas is carbo vegetalis. But the other thing about carbovegin, and you just give a couple of pellets and wait and see if they get on gas. You can do it maybe twice a day for a day or two. But the other thing about carbovegetalis is it's very good if you have an animal that collapses and is starting to turn blue. Ooh. It's a life-saving remedy if you have it. Wow. Okay. Here you have an animal who's collapsed, but you don't even know why. They're uh-huh. starting to turn blue. And if you have some carbovegetalis and you just put a couple of pellets in their mouth, or crush it, put it in a little water, give them a few drops on their mouth, you can revive that animal. Wow. And I don't think people understand that, um, you know, how how this really works. You don't have to. It's kind of like driving a car. You don't have to know how a car works to drive it. You just got to want to have the food on the gas, right? Yeah. You know, how does that work, and why? what is this little um, white pill, you know, that I'm mm-hmm. using here or anything? Just understand that it works. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. don't worry about what, how tiny it is or anything else. <laughs> yeah. And this that you can pick them up. There's a whole section in, in most health food stores that carry, particularly the one brand, um, is it Bor- Bor- Boron? Uh, Boron. Oh, yeah. Boron. Yeah. Boron, yeah. And, and so the one with the little blue top. So um, mm-hmm. they're pretty simple. You can just go ask somebody in your mm-hmm. um, health food store, um, where they are, and you can just right. go pick out all the ones that Dr. Elliot has talked about here today. Yeah. So and, and kind of ignore, them. you know, try to ignore what it says on the little blue tube because they have to put something on there. It doesn't mean it's yeah. always correct. Right. right. Yeah, I don't one use that. <laughs> yeah, don't don't worry. But it may be one of the uses, the many uses of that product, and then people say, "But it says for sore throat." I don't have a sore throat. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't matter. Just right. Right. It has exactly. many uses. And then pick up Don Hamilton's book. You can even yeah. pick up a book on people homeopathy an emergency book on people homeopathy because it's all the same for animals and people. There's no separate animal homeopathy or people homeopathy. It's all I read the same a really concept. good one called um, Homeopathic Medicines, and it's by um, the authors are Cummins and Ullman. And that yeah, one Dana Ullman nice. is a terrific person to buy a homeopathic emergency book. And, and I thought it really laid things out really easy mm-hmm. for anybody to just understand and implement. So, yep. Um, I thought that was a good one. Well, Dr. Elliot, you've also been doing some interesting work, not just, I mean, you've been working with homeopathy for a while, but you are also doing some work with a product called Neoplazine, and yes. that's uh, cancer treatment. And I, as I, you know, I've read your, uh, when you were announced in the, it was the newspaper in New York. Mm-hmm. And, right, New York Post made about three articles, yeah. Yeah, and, and it was interesting to think how quickly this is working. So um, would you share with uh, everybody what you are doing with that? I'd be happy to. Thanks for asking. Um, the neoplasine was developed in Montana by a, a Dr. Fox, who's a chemist. He's, a, he's not a, a, a veterinarian. He's a people you know, chemist. Mm-hmm. But he, he has a farm. He has lots of animals. And he started noticing when he used this plant called the bloodroot plant, and he kind of put it on any animals with these bumps and lumps and things like that, and he learned this from the Native American people that live in the area, that the bumps and lumps would disappear. They would actually fall off or kind of dissolve themselves off the animals. So he, being a curious chemist, what he did was he went and he, he extracted all the cancer-killing alkaloids that he could find in the plant, and he put them in different forms. And he has them in an oral form, one separate for dogs and cats. He has it in a topical form that you can put it on topically on the wound or on the mass. And he also has an injectable form. He has an IV form that you give by the vein. I don't use that. I don't know it well enough to use it. It's, I'm too frightened to use that form. But right. what I've been doing for the last uh, about two and a half years is I treat a lot of animals with cancer. And with many animals, I use homeopathic treatment. And it's very effective, by the way, with homeopathy and cancer. I've had many, many success stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I won't go into that now. But the neoplasine <laughs> is like that another tool. In, um, another yeah. way of going, another route to go. Right, right. And people want, you know, more, you know, quicker kind of results or just a different or they they just want to go a different way. They don't understand homeopathy. They don't know that it's, you know, they want something that they can see tangibly. Um, this is another tool in the toolbox. Mm-hmm. And what I've done is either, depending on, I usually do it more in healthier animals with cancer. If they're really sick, they're not eating, they're anemic, they're not going to do well on neoplasm because it does call on the body to, to do a lot of work 
to dissolve mm. the tumors. Um, and there's an oral form I usually use, and either I use the injectable or the topical. If it's a topical on the skin cancer, if it's something that's just internal, like a spleen or a, you know, mass inside, then I just use the oral. But um, the, the animals that do the best are ones that are basically healthy and can eat a good meal because the the oral has to be given in a meaty meal. They have to be able to eat a good meal. If they're finicky and won't eat, they're not going to get their medicines. And the right. medicine is bitter, so they don't want to eat it because it doesn't taste good. So you have to mix it up in a meaty meal. But what I've seen is, you know, many, many animals that were supposed to be long gone that just on the oral have long, you know, gone past the time when the conventional um, oncologist told them they'd be gone. Mm-hmm. And dogs, I mean, I have this one dog who's in Florida that I treat who's uh, the daughter of a friend of mine. And I've gone down to see the dog because I go to Florida every once in a while. And they had the leg amputated because it had osteosarcoma, and and it's an 80-pound dog. And they Mm -hmm. told her, you know, give it three months, it's going to come up somewhere else. It's been at least a year now. And that dog... It hasn't gone anywhere else. It hasn't gone anywhere. And the dog jumps on the couch and jumps up (laughs) on the, you know, in the back of the truck. And, you know, it's an amazing, amazing dog. She sends me pictures at least once every other week of this dog. And it's doing great. So I've seen, you know, the typical case, yes, three to six months the things come back. And I've seen case after case after case where this can keep it, you know, at bay. And, you know, and, and after about six months, I put the dog on half a dose. Because mm-hmm. you kind of go into maintenance dose. So it's a wonderful new product. It's another tool in the toolbox. If people want to know about it, they certainly can contact me through my website. If, they want to, if they're not in New York and they want to know about it directly, they can go to Dr. Fox's website, which is buckmountainbotanicals.net, and click on sarcoma salve or oral neoplasine and read all about it. And it's very interesting. Not a lot of vets are using it, but it is growing Dr. Fox told me that uh, there, he maybe gets two calls a day from new vets who will want it and want to try it. And I actually went out to Montana to meet him and see his operation. And he's a very, very, very dedicated person, Very has a very sterile operation there. You know, everything is clean and organic, and it's just amazing. I was very mm-hmm. impressed, so... How are vets finding out about this to use in their practice? Is it from, um, you know, word of mouth from maybe clients? And Yeah, um, that's how I found out about it. A client really? came in whose animal had been on it, and she asked me if I knew about it. I didn't, and I saw, you know, a tumor that was supposed to be, you know, growing, actually dissolving, mm-hmm. and her cat was doing well, and I said, gee, I have to find out about this. And, you know, I'm not always open to new things because I'm busy learning, you know, my craft that I already know. Right. And it really impressed me enough to find out about it. So I'm impressed. Wow. And, you know, and, and some animals don't do well on it. It's too much for them, and they can't take it. You know, they really can't. It's a can. pretty strong blood root is, is a root, strong. It's an herb. That's been, it's a strong herb. It's been used for a lot of, um, yeah. you know, in human health it was squashed, so I'm really glad to hear that it's surfaced mm-hmm. here and using um, for animals. Um, but it is a very, very intense herb, so it's it not is. something that um, everybody can just, I think it is, it takes somebody that's um, learned in um, its application, uh, Dr. Yeah. Elliott, so I'm really glad right. that you are doing yeah. that and seeing Yeah, and they shouldn't, that. people shouldn't do it themselves. This is something right. you do with a veterinarian because you have to keep assessing how the animal's doing. Sure. And sometimes I run do blood work. you do run blood tests? And I'll run blood work. See? Yeah, I'll definitely, because they can get anemic and they, all kinds mm-hmm. of things. So you want to be in contact with your veterinarian. If you're doing it topically or injectable, you want to be at your veterinarian's office every week. You know, it's mm-hmm. not, you know, it, but it's not like chemotherapy. It's not the same, you know. Or radiation. Not, or radiation. Right. It's not right. anywhere near the same expense and it's not as bad as doing those things for your animals in terms of how it you know, destroys tissue and healthy tissue. The neoplasm only destroys cancerous tissue. You can that put it on your hands, and if your that. hands are fine, it's not going to do incredible. a thing. Yeah, wow. it's yeah, just amazing it, about it. That's the problem with a lot of the conventional treatment is that yeah. it kills mm-hmm. all the good cells, too, so then you have nothing to gain a foothold with to yeah. get well after mm-hmm. you've had mm-hmm. um, that kind of treatment. So this will keep um, the immune system still intact is what you're yes. saying. yes. And that is phenomenal to hear. Um, what do you do with an animal that, say, you said earlier, they have to be a, an animal that is somewhat strong and, and, and healthy, other, aside from the tumor or from the cancer? Um, and we're talking about the constitution of the animal. So what do you do with one that has a weaker um, 
in weaker constitution, less strength in their body. How do you do? You use homeopathy with that? It depends. That's what. That's why I always have a kind of the people come in and we have a full, you know, half hour, forty five minute discussion mm-hmm. about what it takes and what it can do, what it can't do, and very important, you know, that about they understand it has to be mixed in a meal. So it depends. If the animal is not eating, if they have it, I've had animals with a really bad GI system that's sensitive to everything. I don't even recommend it because I, I know the animal's not going to do well on it. So those animals, I'll do homeopathy, and a lot of them do great, mm-hmm. you know, the, but they're not getting what they came in for because they thought they were going to have the neoplasing, but they're very happy with the homeopathy, you know, which has mm-hmm. very little side effects, almost none. Right. And, and the animal still does well. That's oh, just really good a discussion. to hear so that our audience can hear that there are other options yes. available to them exactly. and that you have um, documented proof that it is helping um, some of these animals that you're treating. So I think yeah. that's real important for people to hear. Yeah. And because a lot of people will tell us, um, Dr. Elliot, that, you know, my dog or my cat, they're dying, they have this, and there's no hope. And I always tell them there's always hope. <laughs> Yeah. I'm glad you said that because yeah. I think the saddest thing is my typical client is, you know, is a client who's gone and spent all their money for the diagnostics, gotten the prognosis, which is not good, been told the only thing that's possible maybe is chemo, radiation, or something else, you know, if they have these mm-hmm. jaws in the in the mouth, you know, take off half the jaw or whatever. And, and they come in here and they're so dejected and so hopeless and so sad, but they still have something that said, don't give up. Let me try one more thing. Even if they don't understand homeopathy or neoplasing, they say, well, let me just try. Let me see. I have some people that say, you know, I saw your article a year ago. I saved it. I knew someday I might need it. And they come wow. in and they walk out really feeling like there is hope. And, yeah. you know, and with hope, anything's possible. That's right. Exactly. <clears throat> and that's the important thing to remember because there is, oh, there is the body, um, I think what a lot of people don't understand about cancer is it is the ultimate symptom. Mm-hmm. You know, each body has its own disease, and I know that right. is very much a homeopathic. Um, um, when you're in homeopathy, you're trained that the body has its each person has its own disease, and it manifests in similarities, um, you know, like cancer or diabetes or whatever. So it's a symptom, a pretty extreme symptom, but certainly one that could be addressed. You haven't gone. If, if if it's if you're still gonna focus on the helping the body to get itself righted again or balanced mm-hmm. again, doctor. As much or or another way to look at that. I mean, some cancers are much more acute and life threatening than others, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Um, but what it does is even though there's a mass, I've had animals with a mass in the belly like the size mm-hmm. of a an orange. On homeopathy, and every weekend they go out to the the you know they're they're summer home and they're chasing, you know, birds and they're climbing up trees Mm -hmm. and they're happy little animals and they don't even know that something's wrong. And then, you know, at one point their body gives out after a year, which was never expected. And that's my typical cancer case. You know, they they may have have a problem, but they feel good overall and the problem isn't getting them down. It's not like a person who's sitting and thinking, oh my God, I have this mess and I can't go out and I, you know, I'm going to worry about my mess. They just feel good. Homeopathy has a way of just resetting the the mindset that you feel better. And that's how I tell when it's working because people say, well, how will I know? The mass is internal and I won't know. And I say, you'll know because the animal will be eating again and drinking again and playful again. And, mm. you know, you'll just see a happy, well, uh, an animal that feels like it's well. And they may still feel like they have a mass in their in their abdomen, you know, but that may not be the thing that they're concentrating on. Mm-hmm. What's interesting to me about that is I've been reading more and more about this um, sort of healing is that what you were just saying, the, an animal isn't going to be dwelling on their illness. Right. Exactly. <laughs> they're going to learn yeah. and for what they're feeling in that day. And I do think that that's why we can really have, they can teach us a lot about having hope in our own lives when we face mm-hmm. these okay. same sort of things. That's excellent, yes. Very and true. I think that also that we, you know, really what, what it boils down to is the internal. You know, where is your mind at? Where is your will at at that mm-hmm. time? And I really think that that has a whole lot to do with our physical health because that's where it started to go wrong in the first place. Absolutely. So, and, and homeopathy is actually the philosophy is that the mind sets up what goes on in the body. Yeah. And so if you reset the mind, the body can heal mm-hmm. and cure. And, you know, anything is possible and yet... 
not everybody's going to get healed just because, you know. But right. exactly. anything that, is again, possible. Is a, that's a mystery. I think that's a, <laughs> it is a mystery. It's mystery. And I, yeah, and I say to people, I have no, I do, I, this is what I do. I don't know if your animal's going to respond, but I've seen so many others respond that I keep doing it because it seems to work. And I don't know if yours is the one that's going to work with or not. Right. You but you know. have also helped to extend, not only extend the life, but give them back some quality. Yes. Because yes. some people might yes. say, well, I want to keep my animal alive, but, it, you know, is there any quality of life yes. there? So that's usually the question I would ask is, yes, if we can give them quality. Yes, and that's yeah. what I'm trying to do as well. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, And some of them really just resolve. You know, some of them actually, the cancer resolves, goes away. You don't see it. Right. That is amazing. I, I just love hearing this, and I'm glad that you're sharing about this. And I do hope that you'll have a whole lot more um, to sh- stories to share about it with us in the future, too. Um, what is on the horizon for you as far as, um, you know, do you have events coming up besides this one in New Mexico? Are you speaking? What is going on with Dr. Jill Elliott? <laughs> Thanks, Rosie. Um, well, actually, I've been working in New York now for years, and there's a fellow in New, in Little Falls, New Jersey, uh, Jerry Bukoff in, Pat, in uh, Little Falls, and I'm going to start working out there two days a week. I have a bunch of clients in New Jersey who have been begging me to come to New Jersey. So as soon as we get some details ironed out in terms of our contracts and all of that, I'll probably be working out there two days a week and hopefully more down the road. Uh, not leaving New York. I'm staying in New York, not going anywhere because I have my devoted, you know, people here, and I would hate to sure. leave them in a lurch. You're right there in Manhattan, aren't you? I'm in Manhattan. I'm in Chelsea, and uh, I also have an office I work out of on the Upper East Side on Fridays and Saturdays, but Monday through Thursday, I'm in time. Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, I'm a busy, I'm work, a busy yeah. bee, right? I'm, I don't yeah, work a whole lot. Too much, too much. Um, but so that's what's on the horizon. That's what I've been working on lately, and eventually, once that move is taken care of, then I'll look at what I'm going to do to lecture again and all of that. Um, but that's and what, haven't you been doing that also, Dr. Elliot? Haven't you been um, doing some lectures? And, of course, you, you do it with um, um, Dr. Christine. But um, I've done it with Christine, and we've done it at the um, ABH conferences. I haven't been doing a lot of lecturing other than that this year. I just haven't been doing I can't it. see where you fit it in because I know that's you have I mean. work at these two clinics. Yeah, and, yeah it's um, been really dramatic. I've been working very long hours, so I haven't been concentrating on lecturing this year. But it'll come. It's coming. And uh, who knows what's on the horizon sometimes. You never know what, what can. I, just you a friend of mine. Well, you know, it's like when we wrote this book together, I don't know where you fit it in. It was one of those things that was pretty time-consuming to because we had to do it in such a short period of time. You know where we fit it in. We did it between 1 and 3 in the morning. That's when we would have our emails. <laughs> That's where we put it in. And, and Sleep went out the window, and that's how we, we did it in three months, and the both of us would be emailing at three in the morning, you know? You know what was hard about that, and people don't understand because of this publishing company, everybody that writes for them has to do it in such a short time. It's the editing process that is oh, God. painful. Yes, it was, <laughs> but it was great. I'm so glad how it turned out. It's just delighted with the book. I love having it. I do I'm too. Proud of it's it. really kind of nice Great to book. say that you, you know, that, it, and it was fun that we worked through it and what we got to know each other through yep. um, the 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 um, trials, <laughs> the <laughs> testing and trials that you do when you're putting something out there because we did it out of love for the animals and for um, the people that we thought would it would help. So I appreciate that I got to spend that time with you, Dr. Elliot, in doing Same that. Same here. And I do hope I hope that everybody will go to your website at www www.nyholisticvet.com to learn more about homeopathy you can go to these seminars and um, you can go to the um, a, I always get it wrong the Academy of, Academy of Vet Homeopathy they're, and they yeah. can also if they're looking for a homeopath in their, in their area the Academy of Vet Homeopathics uh, has a referral list you can just go in look in your state see who's there and you get a really great person and they treat you know a lot of the vets treat birds and horses and Reptiles and everything, not just small animals. So, oh, that's you know, so they, cool. They, so, a, you know, theavh.org, and they can find a homeopathic vet in their area. Okay, well, Dr. Elliot, we're going to put you on the spot in closing, and we're going to ask you, what words of wisdom do you most want to impress upon the audience in closing? <laughs> you put me on the spot. Okay, you didn't warn me about that one. Um, no, I didn't. I forgot. No, I'm that's sorry. okay. No, no, that's perfectly okay. I think again, what we were talking about earlier. Don't give up hope. 
You know, when, when just mm-hmm. because you're a veterinarian who you respect and you love and you've been with them for years tells you this is the only way and you're, you, and something, you know, you just feel like devastated by that news, start to ask around, start to go to the internet, ask your friends, talk to people, see if there's another way to handle it. Um, acupuncture is amazing for certain problems. Homeopathy is amazing. Chiropractic is amazing. There are so many other things that are out there that are, you know, a little bit on the fringe, people think, but they're not. They've been around for hundreds and I mean, That's acupuncture right. hundreds and hundreds of years, mm-hmm. uh, homeopathy 200 years. You just don't give up hope until you really have to give up hope. And even then, there are homeopathic remedies that can help your animal transition in a peaceful, beautiful way if they have oh, to transition. Yes, and, and Dr. Right. Um, Ella Bittell is someone who is yeah. actually focused on teaching that um, mm-hmm. so, transition. So the thing is, there's hope and there's, you know, there's... Just keep asking the questions and don't, you know, don't ever stop. I love that message, Dr. Elliot, and I am so excited that you got to be with us um, finally and um, um, appreciate that you took out time. As you guys can hear, she is a busy, busy person, and so we appreciate that she took this time with us today. And we wish you so much continued success, Dr. Elliot. Thank you. Thank you. you. And the most important thing is, is imparting this information so it gets out to the public. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm thrilled. Thank you for having me on. Anytime I'll be happy to come back. Oh, yeah, we'd love to have you back. Yeah. Thank you so much for being with us, Dr. Elliot and Jeannie. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jeannie. Spirit. <laughs> Thank okay. you. In the spirit of love and truth, we hope you all have a tail wagon, hoof stomping, wing flapping, perfectly animal talking day. Pets and nature come together every week on Pet Talk Naturally with your hosts, Dr. Kim Bloomer and Dr. Jeannie Thomason. Learn how to care for your pets with all the wonderful natural elements that nature has to offer so your pets can live a happy, healthy, and harmonious life. Pet Talk Naturally, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Naturally.